You're listening to the Fitness Matters Podcast with Paula B. And this is episode number 18. You guys, welcome back to the Fitness Matters Podcast, where we talk about the fitness matters that matter to you. And you guys, this one, I happen to know that this matters because we're talking about we're talking about current events. We are talking about the coronavirus, the COVID-19. We are talking about the current pandemic that is going on the world over. And, and today, I wanted to talk to you in, in a way that I can understand and in a way that hopefully... Even, even if you are not a runner, even if this is not your thing, that it will put it into the kind of perspective that can help you sort of make sense of what we're doing these days. You guys, this, what we're dealing with right now, this is a marathon. And I, I have run a few marathons, which is why I was so excited to kind of put it into this sort of, just a metaphor, just this sort of like a thinking framework. The fact is, I've been doing fitness and running for so long that it's kind of how I relate to the world. I, not entirely recently, but I, I went on a really long road trip about a year ago. And I remember thinking like the whole time that I was driving and I was doing all of the driving and it was a particularly long road trip. And I remember thinking that 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 driving a long distance was a lot like running a marathon. And I I have thought this many times before, but I I realize how often I put world events or personal events or honestly anything into the lens of running. Running has taught me so many things in life and I I hope that that makes it accessible for you to put it into terms of something even even if you have never run a marathon, even if you've never run, truly, you understand the idea of a marathon, you understand the endurance nature of that sport. If you have done any of my workouts, truly, we've talked about endurance. I am, I am absolutely, positively an endurance kind of athlete. It's how I function in the world. And I have learned so many lessons over the years of running marathons. I've run, I really should have counted this up, I've run somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 marathons, I think. Something like that. Something like that. A fair few. And and I know a little something about running them. I've had some success. I've had some spectacular failures, but I know I know what it takes to run marathons. And so I have some I have some thoughts for you today about how we, you and I together and the world are going to get through this pandemic. And they are in no particular order. This was truly just the way that they came to me and I have I have seven. I have seven thoughts about how to run this pandemic marathon. And number 1, it's really wordy, but I promise I'm going to explain it. For every mile in the first five that you're running at or faster than your goal pace, it's a mile in the last five that you are going to be walking and regretting it. <laughs> you guys, this was, this was a lesson I have learned the hard way so many times. And basically what I'm saying is don't go out too fast. And this is, this is good advice for, I mean, whether you run or don't run. This is just good advice for anything. But specifically here in this pandemic, you know, now that Basically, the world is on lockdown. So many of us are working from home, working out at home, not being able to go out and do the things that we want to do. Events are canceled. Things that we normally do on a daily basis are canceled. I'm noticing a lot on social media 
that that some of you who maybe don't run marathons are coming out of the gate like homeschooling your kids five hours a day and trying to be super productive and tackling all your projects and all this kind of like there's a lot of energy associated with okay now I'm at home and I'm going to keep myself as busy as I possibly can and the fact is this is this is going to take a while. We're not just home playing hooky for a couple of days. I heard something today that I have not corroborated in any manner because honestly, it made me feel good and therefore I almost don't want to know if it's a fact. You know how you do that sometimes? Like like honestly, we all kind of blindly accept some of these negative things that we're hearing. I heard something reasonably positive today that made me feel good and I don't want to know if it's a real fact or a false fact. I heard that an average pandemic lasts about three months. I have no idea if this is based on anything even remotely factual, but to me, thinking about the next three months sounds better than thinking about the next, let's say, year and a half or longer or, you know, any number of of gigantic long range worst case scenarios that that I might have conjured up. Three months sounds doable. It's still a marathon, my friends. It's still plenty of time, but it's not the rest of the year. It's not the next two years, the next five years. To me, that sounded very doable. But, but here's the thing, that's still a couple of months, my friends. If you blow all your energy in this first week, trying to do every project that you've got, trying to get everything done, you are absolutely, excuse me, I'm getting worked up and I'm getting a frog in my throat. You are absolutely going to run out of steam. Pace yourself, take it slow. Imagine that this this life that we're living right now is going to go on for a while, more than a week or two, more than maybe a month or two. Not necessarily go straight to the worst case of this is the rest of my life, but but let's manage our energy. And in fact, speaking of energy, number two is to fuel properly. And, and what I mean by this one, because I actually have a couple of fueling tips, <laughs> what I mean by this one is the quality of your fuel. I, specifically at marathons, I frequently hear about people eating what I think of as very unusual things the night before a marathon. I'm actually incredibly careful about what I eat the night before and the morning of, because for me personally, my any problem that I'm going to have when I'm running, it's it's all going to be gastrointestinal <laughs> related. I I don't generally get cramps. I don't generally get blisters. I, you know, I my legs, generally speaking, can hold up for any, I mean, so far they've held up for every distance I've put them through. It's never, ever, ever been a problem with my legs. It's almost never been a problem with my lungs. It is always, for me, a problem with my stomach. So fuel properly. And what I mean by that is think about what you are taking in. And I mean that both literally and figuratively. I am talking about how you are fueling yourself to be healthy, physically healthy right now. I mean, it's very interesting to me what was missing from my store shelves and what was still there. And I understand that you're not necessarily going to, you know, stock up on fruits and vegetables because they don't generally keep, except for the fact that, I mean, we could all learn how to can and preserve and everything. But I found it very interesting that the foods that were gone 
Some of them were pretty healthy, but not all of them were like the healthiest things. And I thought, I thought that was kind of interesting because for me, knowing that I am going to be in a place where I am confined, for me, that means that I want to be taking care of myself as best I can, both physically and mentally. Fuel yourself properly, my friends. I mean, right now is a time to be thinking about your immune system with eating healthfully, getting regular exercise, making sure that you are sleeping well, making sure that you are managing your stress. But for this particular tip, I also, I really mean watch everything that you're taking in you know, with a lot of time on our hands, I know that so many of us are on social media a lot. We are watching the news a lot. We are taking in more negativity than we can handle right now. And I want to remind you to fuel yourself properly. That means leaving some things out, being careful about not taking some things in, and being careful about what you are taking in. Being careful that you are getting facts from reliable sources, not from your neighbor, not from social media, frankly, not even necessarily from me. I mean, truly, I am not an expert in any manner. What we're talking about today, I am an expert in. I, I have run a fair few marathons. I can absolutely make a metaphor out of this, but I am not trying to give you any kind of facts or figures or numbers or, or anything. Make sure that the facts that you are taking in are coming from places that are not just trying to fuel your anxiety. Fueling properly means being careful about everything that you take in. Number three, my friends, trust your training. And I know that some of you are like, I didn't train for this. It's like you have found yourself at mile three of a marathon and you'd never run a day before in your life. I will tell you, I will tell you, I have actually, almost done that. I have run several marathons on really, really, truly insufficient, truly insufficient training. I I have been injured and still gone to the starting line of more than one marathon. Not, not currently injured, but like I had been injured during training and therefore wasn't able to train properly, but still got to the starting line and finish line of many marathons. Though Honestly, the only marathons that I, or the only finish lines that I have not made it to weren't because of poor training. They were because of, they were because of all kinds of other things, poor fueling, poor management of my mind, lots of other things. But, but the training, the training, it A, doesn't matter, and B, you should trust it. The fact is, you have been in training for this. I mean this nicely, but bad things have happened to you before and bad things are going to happen to you again in the future. We have all dealt with, if not this specific situation, we have dealt with bad things, scary things, uncertainty. We have dealt with bad economies. We have dealt with the threat of somebody we love dying. We have dealt with some bad stuff in our lives before. And the fact is, you're, you're going to deal with that kind of thing again. Nothing in this life is certain. And this, if doesn't feel like maybe your best marathon ever right now, maybe this is still training for the rest of your life. But right now, trust the training 
that you've already put in. The things that you have already done in your life have led you to a place where you can get through this. You have the mental capacity to manage this. You have the physical capacity to manage this situation. You have put in the training necessary. Maybe it wasn't great. Maybe you don't feel super confident in it, but you have been training for this moment for your whole life. And just trusting in that, trusting in yourself that you can get through this in one way or another, it really goes a long way towards feeling positive and hopeful about about the outcome. And really, at this point, feeling positive and hopeful about the outcome is one of the best things that you can do. Number four, in fact, we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but number four, fuel early, fuel often. I told you there was a couple of fueling things because truly, again, so much of my experience of running marathons is about poor fueling. The reason I tell myself during any kind of a long run to fuel early and fuel often is because I frequently get very, very worked up before a race. It has taken me, well, I've been running for 15 years now. It has taken me 15 years to really manage my mind. Actually, I have not been running for 15 years. I've been running for 14 14 years plus a few months. But it has taken me this long to really learn how to manage my mind and not feel so worked up beforehand. And the thing that happens, just FYI, if you ever do plan on running a marathon, What can happen is you get so worked up and you actually burn through your fuel from nerves. Being nervous burns more fuel than not being nervous. So I have frequently found myself at the starting line already dehydrated, already under-fueled because of my nerves. And so I remind myself, fuel early, fuel often to help counteract that, to help get me through the rest of the race. What I mean by that specifically here though, is to replenish yourself in ways that keep you moving forward. During during this time, you know, this really unprecedented time in history, it's really important to think about what's going to keep you moving forward. This is kind of what I was talking about with feeling hopeful and feeling like there's there is hope in all of this. That that sort of a feeling, that sort of a thought can keep you moving forward. Replenishing yourself in in other ways, making sure that You know, if you're an extrovert, which I don't even know what that would feel like, but I've known plenty of extroverts in my life. If you are somebody who craves social interaction, make sure that you are still getting that safely, obviously, but FaceTime with people. I I feel like you are probably self-quarantined with you know, maybe somebody in your family or your pets, make sure that you are getting interaction in ways that feels good to you. For me personally, as a total introvert, having people in my home all day means that I actually have to fuel myself by spending time alone. It means that sometimes I just go sit in the backyard or I go sit in my room or I go for a run or I do something just alone for a little while. That to me, that recharges my batteries. Knowing what helps you feel best 
Maybe it's exercising. Maybe it's taking a nap. Maybe it's taking a bath. Maybe it's doing something nice for yourself in another way. Maybe it's doing something super frivolous. Whatever it is, let yourself do that so that you can feel your best. Fueling yourself means that you have to know yourself. You have to know what feels good and what's going to keep you more moving forward positively. You can't help somebody else or anybody else unless you help yourself first. So remember to fuel early and fuel often. Number five. Okay. So this one, I'm, I'm stretching the metaphor on this one. I really, really am. It, number five, it doesn't matter why you run, just run. I, so I love to run. You know this. I, I run marathons for fun. I know a lot of people who, and some of them I know like literally personally, and some of them I just either see at races or, you know, you see them online or whatever, but I know people who run for really like altruistic reasons. And it's awesome. I mean, they're raising money for these amazing causes. They're, they're making, they're making their, their hobby really truly mean something. And honestly, I personally, I kind of run just to see if I can. I like to run if there's a medal waiting for me at the finish line. I like other bling. I love it when I get a hat or a sweatshirt or a cool shirt. I'm, I'm in it for kind of superficial reasons. I gotta be totally honest with you. I don't run for the betterment of mankind. I mean, except for the fact that truly it's so good for my mental health that that is, that is my gift to the world <laughs> that I run so that I can be a better person and then, you know, you're all welcome for it. But here's what I mean by this. This is, again, stretching the metaphor, but here's what I mean. Don't worry about what other people are doing. You guys, it is it is really, really easy right now to pass judgment on the way other people are handling this situation or not handling the situation or acting like it's no big deal or acting like it's the end of the world. Every single person is having their own reaction and their own actions. And the fact is, you and I, we can't control any of them. You, you just, you stay in your own lane, you do your own thing, and don't stress out about the way other people are running this race. They're doing what might not look like their best, but they are doing their best. They are doing the best that they can with the information that they have and with the tools that they have. It might not seem like it to you, but letting go of your judgment and your fears and your worries about them and your thoughts about them is a huge part of fueling yourself. It's taking care of yourself first to let go of what other people are doing. You, my friend, should always run your own race for your own reasons and not worry about other people. And that, 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 one, that one does really work <laughs> for running races or for this pandemic. You guys, number six is keep the finish line in sight. Now, here's the thing. That, that little factoid that I mentioned earlier about how long pandemics last, maybe that sounds like a really long time to you and maybe that wasn't helpful at all. But here's something that I know. There is a finish line. I don't know what the finish line looks like. I don't know when the finish line is going to get here. I don't know 
anything about the future any more than I ever know anything about the future or any of us ever know anything about the future. But here's what I know about viruses. And it's very, very little. And this is not necessarily meant to be a fact. But here's, here's what I have faith in about viruses and about human beings. So far, we've survived all of them. The human race still exists. We have, we have conquered, we have vaccinated, we have moved beyond, we have obliterated some of them. We have made it through everything so far. Chances are really, really, really good that we're gonna make it through this one too. Truly, there is a finish line here. Keeping that in mind and thinking about about the fact that we will be finished with this someday in some way and that life will go on, if not exactly normal, maybe a different kind of normal, it's hopefully that feels hopeful to you. And again, part of managing your mind is deciding what feels hopeful, deciding exactly when you want to start thinking about the finish line. You know, I'm telling you to keep the finish line in sight, but honestly, during the first mile, I don't think about the finish line kind of at all. There's, there's this thing that I do when I'm running any kind of long distance, and I might have talked about this before. I don't remember specifically if I have. Personally, I call it the duality of the mind because on the one hand, of course I know that I'm running a marathon. I mean, I'm at the starting line. I signed up for it. I trained for it. But in a very real sense, you kind of can't let yourself think about all 26.2 miles at once. It's a lot to take in. And so thinking in the first couple of miles specifically, I think about fueling. I think about getting to the first mile marker. I think about getting to the first 5K. I think specifically the race that I'm thinking about, the one that I love to run, it's a relay. And so there's a relay station every approximately like four to seven miles because it's a four person relay. So there's always something small to look forward to next. And then once I'm about 19-ish miles in, that's when I can start letting myself think about the finish line because I've gone a long way and I have less than that to go. Now, sometimes, sometimes I'll accidentally start thinking about the finish line way too early. You know, sometimes five, six miles in, I'm like, I still have so long to go. And I almost instantly regret thinking like that. And then sometimes, sometimes I'm thinking so deeply about the world of hurt that I'm in and how hard this is and how much of a struggle it is. And I'm never going to get to the finish line. And then all of a sudden I'm at mile 23 and it's like, oh, dude, I've only got three miles left. I mean, come on, come on. If I made it this far, I could make it three more miles. The fact is, when you want to think about the finish line is up to you. You have to know yourself. Is it a good idea to think about the finish line right now? Or is it a good idea to just get through this first day, this first week, this first month? When you think about the finish line is totally up to you, but knowing that there is one is part of this process. Knowing that there is a finish to our current situation can be helpful and hopeful. You guys, number seven is don't get too worked up about your finish time. <laughs> the fact 
is, the fact is, sometimes, sometimes your finish time isn't going to be what you had in mind. My very first marathon, I, if longtime listeners will know, my very, very, very first marathon, I didn't finish it. I signed up for it. I had trained for it. I was super excited. I posted all over, you know, MySpace because it was that long ago. I, I was so into this. I had my family there. I had them set up for where I wanted them to be. I had spent a fair bit of money because it was not here like locally. So we had to like travel and spend a night in a hotel and all kinds of things. And I didn't finish it. And at the time, it felt super tragic. I mean, it, at the time, it was one of the worst things that had ever happened in my life, which is super funny to me now. But anyway, a friend of mine who honestly is, is a very good friend, a, a very good running friend who I ended up running two separate marathons with at different times and ended up running my very first finish with her just about six weeks after this DNF. I was, you know, it was maybe the day after I didn't finish or a couple days after, and I was just feeling so tragic and so sorry for myself and just in this world of self-pity. And my friend who, you know, at the time had already run several and was a very accomplished triathlete and, you know, just a, a really amazing athlete. She was so blase about it. She was like, well, you know what, Paula, sometimes it's not your day. And I remember at the time being not offended, offended is totally the wrong word in this sentence, but just like kind of taken aback, like, what do you mean? Of course this was the worst thing in the world. And, you know, I just all kinds of up in my own head about what it all meant. And, and I will tell you from the perspective now of having several just incredibly well-run races and several really, really, really poorly, poorly executed races. It's so true. Sometimes it's not your day. And here's the thing, my friends, maybe this isn't your pandemic. Maybe, maybe you think of yourself as like this super strong person who can handle anything and you are finding yourself just crumbling like a cookie right now. Maybe, Maybe, you know, you don't think of yourself as somebody who, you know, has a lot of experience being strong and you're finding yourself just really keeping your wits about you. It doesn't matter. Either way, we're going to get to the end of this thing. And, and how you get through it, it doesn't, it doesn't have to mean anything about you as a human being. It doesn't have to mean anything about your moral character or, or anything. We're just, we're just going to get there. Coming, coming back to that whole bad things have happened before and bad things have happened again, I don't mean to sound super fatalistic, and I, I know I do right now, but, but here's the thing. It doesn't really matter how you get through this scary time. There's going to be another one. If this isn't your scary time to shine and be your best and feel brave and do you know all the things you think you're capable of doing, I promise you, my friend, there will be some other circumstance in your life where you will get to stand up and be your best. Maybe because of the lessons that you learned from this particular situation. And this is actually my, my little bonus number eight. There's it's win or learn. There's no such thing as lose. 
again, I've, I've had some really bad races, some really bad races, and I can look at them as losses if I want to, but the fact is that every single time something horrible happened in the middle of a race, I figured out how to not do that again. Not necessarily the next time. I'm thinking of fueling early and fueling often. I'm thinking about managing my mind. It took me years of not great outcomes to find out how to manage my nerves. It took me years of throwing up at every race to not do that every time. I mean, it still happens, still happens to me sometimes, but I'm learning. My friends, this is, this is a learning situation. This is not something we have done before. This is, this might be your first pandemic and, and maybe, maybe it's not going to go great for you. But you're going to learn something from it. You're going to learn something about yourself that you're going to be able to take into the world. We all are. This is, this is a win or learn situation. And I don't mean that in any manner, just so you know. I'm not, I'm not trying to pretend like there aren't losses. I, again, I'm trying to keep this somewhat light by keeping the metaphor. I know, I know that there are losses in the world. I understand the gravity of this situation and I certainly don't mean to downplay or ignore that part of it. It is part of the human race that things like this happen. People, people die. Bad, scary things happen. And what we can do is our best. What we can do is have hope for the future. What we can do is keep moving forward. That's not to say that this is not tragic. That's not to say that this is not sad for many, many, many people. It is. There are lots of reasons why we can be sad and lots of reasons why we can choose to move forward with hope. For me personally, that means that I'm choosing to move forward by thinking about a bigger picture, by thinking about other marathons and not necessarily other pandemics, but other, other goals, other things in the future that we have to look forward to. There are things to look forward to, my friends, and I hope, I hope that you find them. I hope that this race that we are in right now, that you are learning things from it, that you are, you are figuring out some things about yourself and about the world and about who you want to be that you can carry forward into the future. And if you feel like sharing some of your thoughts about what you'd like to carry forward into the future, you know I would love to hear from you. You can find me on social. You can find me anywhere. And you can find me here next week. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.